Hey, DJ hey, Elder, um, just want to let you know we're using your beat. Stop paying you, bro. It was given to me, <laughs> and I took the liberty. And if you got a problem with that, battle me. Oh, challenge, dude. The gauntlet's been thrown. No, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Hey, why don't you come on to the show, DJ Elder? <laughs> We've been using this beat for like 200 episodes already, bro. Yep. Seriously, Got to cash in, homeboy. Man, how, with with our viewers, that checks like about mm, three seventy five. Boom, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Beta Report. I am one of your co-hosts of the Con. We got Jay. What up? Forever five. We got Uno. That's gonna be my entrance from now on. I like it, dude. <laughs> so we got a packed Woo! show for you guys. <laughs> We got a lot of stuff to cover today. We Rip have player. the top five, go, no, go, the stream come true, reaction, action, game time. Dude, who comes up with all these uh, I don't know. He's a segment genius. names, dude? They're amazing. I don't know. It's, it's mogul talk. It is, dude. It's what are you watching and why? <laughs> yeah. So let's start off with top five. Who know top five. All right, guys. Let's review this week. This weekend's performance. At numero cinco, we have. Wait, this top five doesn't get a, like a theme song? I don't nah. have one yet. I got to make one. Hey, dude. So Here we go. Let's week. get one in. Top five, 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 five. So if you went to the to the to uh, to uh, the theater this weekend, you got a little dog hair in my mouth. <laughs> Just one second, guys. <laughs> so if you went to the theaters this weekend and you want to go see Peter Wabbit, oh, you were amongst the numero cinco viewers. If you went to the theaters this weekend, like my significant other, Samantha, and saw Game Night, that's number four. All right. All right. Yeah, she she said it was good. If you uh, Wait, went to the... Didn't you go with her? No, no, no. It's because we have movie pass, so she goes, oh. I go, you know. Gotcha. If you went to go... Did you watch s- Black Panther again while I, she went to watch Game I Night? I did. That's, that's the way to do it. That's... No Let's be honest, though. She'd probably watch Black Panther again before I watch it again. <laughs> she loved it. Okay. Numero three. Death Wish. I Ooh, wish, wish I, I was, was dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, toi. Toi. Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow. All right. And number one. Black what? Panther! For the third week in the row, hey, Wakanda I got a, I got a, I got a uh, scene I want to play real quick. Woo, okay, woo, go for woo, it. Woo. It's called Sex Panther. Oh. By <laughs> <laughs> Illegal in nine countries. Oh, sorry, it's the wrong, 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 wrong Panther. Panther. <laughs> yeah, wrong Panther. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, Black Panther is mopping up. It made sixty-five Dude, million. I think didn't it just? Three. I think it just became what like the the tenth. Uh, like uh, highest grossing movie in like the MCU or something like that, or it's about to be and something. I heard like, it, it, no, like no, no. it just crossed that no, threshold. It's the highest grossing MCU movie. No. Yes. It like it recently yeah, broke a record. It's not a it's not a billion yet. Because uh, the first Avengers, I think, is like at a billion something. Yeah. So it's not the highest yet, but it's on pace to pass it. Or it might be it might have been third or something, something like that. Like I know that. it was something yeah. ridiculous where I was like, dude, just making all the money, dude. Yep. Let's see what Marvel Facts has to say. Dang, dude, this boy's fact checking, dude. Oh my God. Sorry, the internet is too slow. I'm gonna call you Little Sedano, dude. Little yeah. Sedano. Always with the fact checking, dude. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's a, the highest yet. It's on pace, though. Yeah. I think it's going to do it, dude. It's the going third to. week. If you... <laughs> no. So, the, on the, for the third week it being number one, and it's what? Would you say, like, 65 million? Yeah. Dude. It's going to break it, dude. It's and do I don't it. think it's opened in China or something like that. It still needs to open in another market, dude. That's insane. Now, can you imagine what is what is Infinity War going to be like, dude? I mean, that's that's got to break records too, dude. That thing's going to be insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you just think of the momentum that this is building up for everything else that comes after it, like, and, and then obviously Infinity War is going to benefit from it the most, I think, yeah. because everyone has like that taste in their mouth now of like, yeah, man. Of they ha- they all have that of sex Panther? panther that sex, sex panther? panther taste in their mouth. <laughs> Illegal in nine countries. So yeah. <laughs> hey, um, you know what's crazy? Okay, so they moved it up a week, right? That was the big news uh, during the week too. Right. Is that they moved it up one week. And wait, they moved what up one week? Infinity War. What? No way! Dude. <laughs> <laughs> How did I hear about this, dude? April twenty seventh. But here's my dilemma, dude. I'm okay, gonna I have I'm, no one sleeping here. That <laughs> week, I know. That's all right. Hey, uh. That week, I'm gonna be on vacation, dude. What? I'm gonna be on what? a cruise. <laughs> no way! No way! So, uh, dude, it's gonna be out. Hopefully, they'll show it on the boat, dude. I hope so. Wait, you're gonna be on a cruise ship? I'm gonna be on Wait, a is it the cruise. Disney cruise? They might show it there. Cruise? I know. I hope they better show it I there. I hope so, dude. I'm sure they will. And you're gonna have it like on 24 hour loop. I know, seriously. So you probably watch it like ten a times, billion times. Like... <laughs> so okay. I think you're safe, dude. You're all, all right. right. All right. All right. Good. Did any of you guys go see any of these movies? No, I no no movies. I still want to see Game Night. I heard it's really good. So yeah, um, I, Samantha highly recommended it. She said it was good. Dude, all, uh, some of the reviews I've been reading on uh, Death Wish actually are saying it's it's a pretty good remake. That it wasn't Death like Wish? Death Wish. Yeah, I heard some that are like too like like too. Gun-toting, conservative type type of movie. You know oh, really? I mean? Like you know, it's gonna like be pro gun. It's gonna be running on uh, NRA TV or something on loop or something. Or oh like. no way! Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Sometimes you gotta take things into your own hands. But yeah, uh, like they're saying that it's not a uh, it's not as straightforward, I guess, as people might have thought okay. that it was gonna be. Um, that they do actually play a lot on his character and like the emotional aspect of it. Um, so that's pretty cool because like the trailers made it just seem like it's gonna be like a straightforward like just guns, just like another Die Hard or whatever, where freaking Bruce Willis becomes a superhero, and never gets hurt, but it's not like that. I still want to watch it. Let's but. take a look at next week. Yeah. Oh, next week's an interesting one. So, so it's, it's time for what? Let's wrap. It's time for a stream come true. No wait. Oh, no, dummy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no dummy <laughs> <laughs> that word I know dude go no go should I go or should I no go should I go or should I no go if I watch it will I love it if I watch it will I hate it you gotta let me know should I no go? Boom. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So if you don't listen to the beta report, if this is your first episode, go no go. We review movies hitting theaters next week and we let you know whether you should go or no go. Yeah, there it is. Boom. So really quick, rapid fire, let's kick things off. 
Gringo hitting theaters this weekend. What What are your thoughts, dude? I've seen the promo stuff for this, but I don't know what it is. Like I've seen the the uh, I've, seen the po- <laughs> I've seen the posters for it, but I haven't watched the trailer yet, dude. Oh, yeah, so I don't trailer? know. Mm-mm. So it's uh, about a uh, he's a um, what is, he's like a pharmaceutical guy. He's, uh, uh, David Oyelowo. I think that's how you uh-huh. what's his name. And uh, he's sent over there by uh, what's guy? What's that guy's name? Ed, Ed, um, Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton, and uh, he's supposed to like deliver some kind of I don't know, like formula drug or something like that. But he gets kidnapped for formula ransom. drug, formula? something like that. Some, <laughs> and, but it's funny because he's like, uh, um, he's obviously the he's the gringo in the movie. So it's like you know it's supposed to be comedy from there. So mm. I mean the comedy, I mean, the comedy, the trailer looks okay. Yeah, you know? it's definitely something I'll. Watch, you know, Redbox or something. Go, no go, no go for me. I'm, I'm gonna say, go <laughs> <laughs> because the posters look cool. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right, so if you guys go or no go, let us know what you guys think about Jay's decision. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the other one hitting theaters is. Hurricane Heist. I haven't Bruh. seen anything about it. Dude, dude, this, this, this looks movie, like a joke, dude. I love it, dude. This looks like a, <laughs> this looks, this looks this like, like <laughs> some guy was listening to the Scorpions uh, Hurricane song. You know what I'm like, talking about, right? Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> Rock me like, like a hurricane. hurricane. So somebody listened to it and they're like, yeah, dude, yeah. we should play, we should <laughs> make a movie where we could put this song all around just, just this movie. They work backwards. Dude, that's there, almost dude. as good as like you know the 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 moment that uh someone says the title of the movie in the movie. Oh yeah. This is like one of those things where they're like, "What if um, we play the song during the movie?" And everyone's like, "Wow, yes, that's the best idea ever." That's what happened. All it needs is some dude go, "Let's rock this hurricane." Yeah. And then the time comes on. Yup. Here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. Yep. Ladies, I'm taking offers. Sorry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, taking offers. Want to sign me on your label? Let me know. <laughs> Dude, I honestly would want to watch this movie because of Toby Kebbell. That, uh, I like that guy. That, I want to watch this movie. That guy's dope, that guy's dope, dude. I'll name. give you that much. What? I want to watch that movie because of that guy's name. <laughs> Toby Kebbell? Toby Kebbell. Kebbell? A tubba? A keba? It sounds like the imaginary. It sounds like the imaginary best friend that gets you in trouble. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it, does. it was Toby. It was Toby Kebbell, Toby, mommy. To, Toby who, son? Toby Kebbell. <gasps> the devil is here. <laughs> no, dude, but this looks fun. And I, I saw somewhere, I think in the trailer, it says like from the original creators of like Fast and Furious or something like that. Or So I don't know if it was like the uh, the director, the original director of Fast and Furious. Maybe or, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift? We got eight movies to pick. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> A couple it more be any flops. Of them. But hey, I don't know. We're flops. This, this is one of those where it's like... <laughs> It's like I don't know, yeah, like no, Jay, Fast don't. and the Furious meets Sharknado, dude. Wanna watch that crap? So Jay wants to see Gringo and Hurricane High so far. <laughs> I'm going for goes. I'm, I'm, I thought this whole list is a go. All right. Another one hitting theaters is Go the Strangers. Yep. Yeah, you already said go. Yeah, he said go already. He's been wanting to see that. Uh and in case in case you haven't heard of other I, episodes. Dude. Last uh, week, we did a recap of the month of March. If you want to go revisit that, where Joe, Jay went off. You just call me Joey? Joey. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Joey. Joey was your, your, Joey. your imaginary friend that got you in trouble? Yes. Joey, dude. He liked the strangers. Damn that Joey. Go, no, go, strangers. No. I'm going to say go. Although, I'll say that girl who's in that movie, it's like weird because I remember seeing her in like movies where she was like a little like younger. 
Um, really? Who's that? I don't know. I forget what movie she's in, but like she has like that weird face where she like always looked old. But now that she's <laughs> but now that she's older, it looks weird because I'm like, well, you looked like that when you were like five. So it's weird. I gotta see who, who's in who's in that. But yeah. Okay. Okay. So and kinda last like, but not least, this is kind of kind of hype, kind of a big deal, kind of a big deal here. Uh, go no go on a wrinkle in time. No is go. it? Is I'm it though? Is kind it? of. Kind of. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I only get that it is because I've seen all these commercials and all this marketing they're putting behind it, but I don't know anything about it. Like, I know it's about a book or something, but I've never read it. And it's book. a remake, too. I know that they, it was, there was an original... What? Really? ...Wrinkle in Time, yeah. By who? Do you know who was in that one? I don't, I don't remember. Did you read a Wrinkle in Time? No. I did. Did you really? Yeah. How was it? I do not remember. I was a child. Damn. Oh, really? Yeah. The only the only book I remember from, from like childhood is like... Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and Matilda, Laura Laura Marion is crying a. And I don't think this is huge one of her tear books. right now, dude. No, this isn't one of her books. <laughs> the her Scarlet like Letter, Grapes of Wrath, and <laughs> the Scarlet so, Letter. So Disney's putting a, putting a, a a big push on this movie. Big bush, man. Big bush. <laughs> a really big push, and uh, I don't know. I mean, the actors on in that movie are, are you know, it's weird though. actors. You got uh, the next president of the United States, Oprah. Yeah, just kidding. Um, I know, but people pushing that. But Oprah, um, they got uh, Reese Witherspoon, Mindy Kaling, Kaling, uh, Mindy Zach- Kaling, bro, come Kaling. on, Kaling. We love, uh, I love that Kaling. one. Zach Galifianakis, um, Chris Pine, uh, and I don't know the name of the the girl. That she's she was in. Uh, was she in the um, Annie remake? Right? Was, was that I don't her? think it's the same girl. Is that the same girl? Mm-hmm. Qu- um, Quavazane or whatever. Oh, that's not that's I not her name, huh? No, I think it's a different girl. Something Storm Reed or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's different, but sure, something like that. So I don't know. I it's mean, weird the though, movie dude, itself doesn't. I don't know. It's but I feel like I've seen the same trailer over and over again. Like I, I feel like I haven't really seen anything different in any of the um, in any of the trailers really. So yeah, I'm I'm not too hyped about this one. Uh, but, so go no go. Dude, I'm already watching three of these four movies. I'm gonna have to say no go, dude. I don't have any more money left. <laughs> I'm gonna be strapped for cash, dude. After after watching Hurricane Heist, I'm like, dude, I just can't go to the movies again this month. It's gonna be too tough. Can't get a babysitter. I'm going back to uh, Strangers Pray at Night. I guess it is. Yeah. Is Bailey Madison is the one you're talking about? Yeah, she's like. I'm, I'm assuming it's like the main protagonist. I didn't know movie. Christina Hendricks is in this movie too. Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh, Bailey Madison is the second one on the dark-haired girl. Um, yeah, she's like a child actor. She used to be in like a lot of movies. Bridge to Terabithia. I don't know. Doesn't see what other ones. Just go with it. I don't know. Anyways, sounds terrible. You're terrible. You're going to that though. I'm gonna watch it. All right. I'm gonna watch it too. I mean, it just looks visually stunning, and I like Chris Pine. I mean, visually, it does look. Pretty cool, like the the visuals on it, and sort of a. I don't know though, dude. Honestly, like I haven't really seen anything special about this trailer. And like you said, I feel like from from what they've shown so far, I still don't know what is going on. Maybe it's it's because Oprah's on, huh? Maybe it's because because uh, Oprah's in it. I mean, I mean, I mean, she gave her a house. I'm just saying, dude. Is Stedman gonna be in this movie? Because <laughs> if so, <laughs> no, Stedman, stop calling this they number. Gave him a whole house. <laughs> Um, but Jay, 
if if a wrinkle in time is just kind of not doing it for you, and let's say you can't find a babysitter, fear not. You know why? Why? We have a stream come true. Oh! Stream. Stream. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, a stream come true. If wait, you wait, have, wait. Did what? you like that theme song, dude? It was really good. It was nice. It was soulful. Sultry. So stream come true. Just so you guys know what this means. If we deem the weekend, this the theater weekend, unworthy, we find we we got some great stream recommendations for you. Things you can find on Netflix, on Hulu, Amazon Prime, and that's about it. Because everything else is like eh. booty. But this week, but booty, this bro. week, we got something amazing coming to Netflix, ladies and gentlemen. Jessica Jones, season two, on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. So what what do you guys think? Um, that's a stream definitely come true. Why? Because the first one was such a, it was like, it was such a great season and Netflix and Marvel, that little collaboration has been great regardless of, you know, maybe Iron Fist or Defenders to a certain degree was kind of like a letdown, but, um, Jessica Jones season one was just so like, you know, it was up there with Daredevil and, and its seasons. So yeah, I definitely feel like it's going to live up to the previous hype of the first season and carry through in the second season. Yeah, it definitely season 1 was really good in 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 uh in terms of storytelling, uh character development, and it was really good in that aspect. Dude. It's villain, dude. And of course, probably one of the best Marvel villains has to be Kilgrave, man. Kilgrave was actually one of the probably scariest villains that you know, in in what TV or network or not network, but I guess in because it's not they don't compare. Whenever they talk about villains in the MCU, they never bring up you know because obviously it's the MCU, but they don't ever bring up like the excellent villains on TV, like one yeah. of them being Kilgrave. Um, and uh, yeah, that's I mean, you got killed. Although he's not supposed to be in season two, um, there's rumors that he might be in it, so. Definitely worth watching. Or at least see like the effects of him, maybe the aftermath yeah. of the Kilgrave. Could effect. be like a traumatic, like PTSD Kilgrave version or something, you know? Yeah, dude, that's gonna so, be hardcore. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, Senor, anything, dude? What do you think, dude? Well, um, you know what? I I, I feel like kind of circling back to something that I said about Marvel before is like I feel kind of like their leads tend to be redundant. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jessica Jones is a character like head and shoulder, like really set apart from everybody else. She's not snarky. She's not like cool. Like, well, she, well, well, she's not like witty, like funny, like yeah. hey, let's hang, have a good time. Like she has like a real darkness to her, yeah, that nobody else has. Yeah, she's not witty, like uh, or snarky, like. Like Tony Stark snarky. She's like, not Tony Stark snarky. Not Ooh, like wait. Try that one more time, bro. Try that one more Try that one more time. Just snarky. Tony Stark snarky. We're talking about that Tony Stark. Rewind, ladies and gentlemen. Turkey. I hope you enjoyed that laugh on me. Um. So she's not snarky. Thank you. Or Starky, like Barky. Um. But she she just. 
is a different type of lead. So I really like that. And then on top of that, she's like, unfortunately, our only female lead so far. Not until Captain Marvel hits theaters. Bam. Dude, and then Jessica Jones did something that no other Marvel show has done before. And that show a... Hardcore sex? No, not just that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? But, I mean, along those lines of showing a superhero take a dump and like that when i saw that in the first season i was like I'm all, what? all right this is like the type of this is the type of show this is gonna be which is like to a certain degree you know as ironic as this might be but it was quite refreshing to see just like the the uh the fresh take on a superhero you know like that they were able to portray her at least in um just like normal situations of life you know what i mean even down to her having hardcore sex with uh, freaking Luke Cage in that show. You know what I mean? Like, it's just there are different aspects to this character and what they're able to do on Netflix than, like, in the movies or whatever. It's just, you know, it was just different, and it was cool. Because in, in Daredevil, they didn't, I feel like they didn't try to do anything like that. No. But Jessica Jones definitely, like, broke some of those barriers to make, you know, to further them and then, like, make a show kind of like Punisher, you know what I mean, where it's a little bit more... It was like a little darker. And yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, we all at the Beta Reports fully stand behind a stream come true. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones season two. Uh, do I want to throw one in there too? That um, uh, a movie I just watched um, last that, week. Not that. Ah, dude. Tell me, please. Uh, you should just save it for your pick of the week. Or do you have a pick of the week? What are you watching and why? No, I had another pick of the week. All okay, right. but, but throw it in there, dude. Uh, is uh, Veronica? Ooh, um, it's a new. Oh, you mean Veronica? No, 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 Veronica. Uh, Veronica. I uh, know because there's a Speak, accent on the on the O. Speak American. So it's Veronica. Oh, Veronica. okay, got it. Uh, it's another Spanish import, dude. I'm on, I'm on this like Spanish binge right now, dude. They make good stuff, dude. It's freaking dope. Tokyo, Berlin. Tokyo, Berlin. The cool thing about Nevada, Netflix right now is Moscow. that they're bringing the these imported shows like Dark. And uh, Money Heist, Veronica, like you're going to talk about right now, that's, they're actually pretty good, man. They, don't, they make good shows abroad, too. So, See, I don't, like the fa- I don't like the way you did that, dude. And they're, they're actually pretty good. No, they're like, you don't have to make the exception just because well, they're say foreign that, shows that they're, they don't, they're not on par with what Netflix brings Well, that's what I'm saying. Way. They don't just you know make good shows here. Dang, dude, there's some culturalism going on here, dude. Jeez. Come on, bro. Why are you writing? Why? We living in Wakanda now, dude. <laughs> Boom. It's, it's a new time. It's a new age. Dude, I'm saying that they have, I'm trying to get <laughs> away from that. No, no, for sure. Um, no, but it's funny, though, because I, I feel like that there is that, um, that um, 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 like, skepticism when it comes to these, like, foreign shows. Um, uh, they're, you know, they're just as good. And, you know, you can rock them with, like, the subtitles or whatever or do the dubbing. But um, well, not only like those Spanish movies. I was remember I had talked about Train to Busan. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, dude. Hey, Uno, have you seen Train to Busan yet? No, dude, you gotta watch it. South Korean zombie movie. South Korean zombie movie. Yeah, dude, it's pretty dope. What am I doing with my life, dude? You're missing out because if you're not watching, here I'm watching freaking Peaky Blinders. (laughs) Hey, that's pretty good. But see, that's another one too, though, dude. That's like an import too. That Cillian Murphy, dude. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, there's definitely a lot of good oh, stuff it, on Tom Hardy's on that too. Yup. Yup. Anyways. So, anyways, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, horror film, kind of in the realm of like The Conjuring, and um, uh, you know, it's kind of like a um, 
uh, haunted. Uh, it's not so much a haunted house, but it's like you know, like a demon following, like sinister, uh, along those lines, those type of like horror movies. Um, but there's just something like this is what I wish the Mummy would have been, like the the Tom Cruise Mummy, uh, because it's a lot like the original Mummy, the Universal Mummy. Um, it's like very atmospheric, and they do a lot of stuff like in in like low lit th- like low lit places, and and you know they don't show the the monster as much or like the demon as much, but it's just like the situations that they put the characters in that just makes it super creepy and scary. Um, so it's really good, dude. If you guys get a chance, definitely watch that. If you don't want to go to the theater this week, hey, and you know what? This is this is a great segue. Be- you know you can trust Netflix. Because not only do they put out great shows, they put out Oscar-nominated movies. Boom! Da-da-da. Oh, he got it. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, I'm wearing a suit. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I get this bow tie on me? And nothing else. Got this tux. <laughs> nothing else. My, nice. my boxers what, are velvet yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the rest of my clothes, but I'm thinking this bow tie. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live from Hollywood and Highland. <laughs> Everyone looks so magnificent today. What are you wearing, uh, Uno? Oh, I uh, find myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I... But it's so good, right? I just feel elegant listening to this. I do. Me too. Yeah. Mm. Can I and have a, some caviar? And a certain little breeze. <laughs> this is some good cheese. <laughs> Guys, can I tell you a quick story about caviar? Let's go. go for so it. I went to a Vegas buffet, right? Never really had a caviar, really. And they were giving it away at this buffet, right? Now standing in line. it away. Well, it was. It was, was just like, was, they couldn't just, find ways to get rid of it. They were giving everyone it away. was just holding their hand out, and they were just like, like plopping it down to a cafeteria. Okay, style. okay. Excuse me. There was a station. Thank for you for caviar. Thank you. All right, prick. Um, <laughs> So I'm standing in line, right? And so the way they were giving it was is 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 they would put a little piece of bread, a little cheese, and put some like caviar on there, right? And the guy in front of me goes, "No bread, <laughs> no cheese, just caviar." The and the lady like, the lady's like, "Okay." So she just put like spoonfuls of caviar yeah. on this guy's plate, you know, just found that so aggressive and hilarious at the same time that's amazing dude like dude what did the bread ever do to you Jim? how did it taste how did it taste uh you know it tastes yeah fishy yeah does it really i had it i had it once and i didn't like it it's just like sushi like those little Not, like yeah yeah yeah. but when i they put on sushi like when a, i had it it was like it was maybe it was just the quality of the caviar but it was like mad fishy like too fishy for my taste some of them were yeah, so like, there's different types. I got like yeah. the orange looking ones. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I prefer olives. Mm. Right? Yeah. Or, or Asiago cheese. Right, 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 right. Aged. Right. Aged. Mm-hmm. Has, it has, <laughs> his, has a very creamy and nutty flavor. Yes, yeah. yeah. Double, cl- double cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> <sighs> the Oscars, man. It is. It, it does, dude. <laughs> That's what it yeah. does, dude. Let's go, let's go back to the Oscars. Dude. Um. So what did you guys think overall? Let's, let's, let's do this. A, B, C, D, E, F. <laughs> the alphabet. Sorry. Give give rate it from give give it an A, a B, a C, a D. You know what, dude? Or an I'm F. going. I am going for. Um, I'm gonna do an A. A. I'm gonna do an A minus. A minus. Because, like we were talking about uh, earlier, I just love the fact that there were a lot of um, there were a lot of like genre. 
picks, um, and there were um, a lot of different choices that, you know, like I was saying to you, some of my coworkers today were just kind of like, oh, yeah, did you guys see, like, this movie that won and this movie? I'd never even heard of it. I didn't understand it. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And I think that's cool because it was like uh, the Academy just kind of doing something different this year as opposed to just doing the same old, like, drama, you know, character-driven type movies they actually went out and did stuff like get out and um you know the shape of water obviously and you know just different movies like that like logan was nominated too like we've talked about before so it was just really cool to see that there were there was just like a variety um i think uno used the word diversity with his choices this year um so that's what that's why i would give this an a minus just overall because of the choices that were made con mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um yeah, I would say uh, B plus, B plus. Um, always, what brings it down, I think, is the length. You know, like I mean, honestly, I think the the camera where they just finished like this morning, right? Right, I know, dude. Seriously, like, so it's like super long. It's like so, but there's no really real real way to shorten it, I guess, because they just try to get everybody in. But that's the one thing. But on the plus side, I thought Jimmy Kimmel was good. I think the presenters were. Well done. Yeah, I, I like the whole diversity thing that they were trying to, you know, um, you know, put in there with the whole um, Me Too, Never Again, and all that other yeah, stuff. Times up. Times up and all that, To, You know, it was, it was a Boom. good inclusion to all that. And uh, I love that they gave Warren Beatty a, a second chance. <laughs> Dave, uh, Faye Dunaway? Yeah, yeah, yeah That was pretty cool, too. So that was actually kind of cool that they did that. So, Dick yeah, Tracy. Just, Vindication. Yeah. So it was, uh, I mean, overall, because I did watch it. Um, so I, it is it is long, but it wasn't bad though. You know, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I would give it a B. Um, I kind of felt like the speeches were all the acceptance speeches were kind of dull. Yeah, like I feel like um, uh, like there are really like memorable moments when it comes to like um acceptance speeches, right? Like I, I still think like Jamie Foxx's acceptance speech was great. I still remember it. Um, but I feel you know Frances McDormand had her moment, but it wasn't like amazing. Yeah, but just kind of feel like I give it a B. You know, kind of wanted more from my from my winners. Right, kind of left me longing. Yeah, so let's uh dive into some of our best moments. Right, well, like what was your favorite part of the the Oscars? I know you guys were kind of hating on it, and I actually I think like the majority of people are hating on it. But I love the Coco performance, and I think, <laughs> and I think it was mainly because I love Natalia Lafourcade, and she sings um, the Spanish portions of Wait, that song. Wh- what's her name? Natalia Lafourcade. What's it? Come again? N- Natalia Lafourcade. That sounds like a Mexican dish. <laughs> <laughs> Condoleezza rice. Um, uh, yeah, so that was my favorite part. Like just visually, the way that they did the, the whole performance. Um, I know people are hating on the Gael Garcia part of the uh, oh, you of that song. The Remember <laughs> <me>. <laughs> But look, dude, and, and like <laughs> it was a little off. But no, but if you if, if you think of that like in context, like that's that's in the movie, like that's part of the movie, and it sounded almost identical to. So they forgot him because he couldn't sing it, or what? What do you mean they forgot him because he couldn't sing it? Because they said that was in the movie. You singing bad. Is yeah, remember me? Yeah, I guess so. That's that's probably why they forgot him, dude. <laughs> but um, uh, I still liked it. I thought it was, I felt like it was genuine and authentic, and they didn't try to go, you know, the crazy route with it, like you know, auto tune that fool or do something crazy. So <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good. 
That was my favorite part. Um, what did I like about it, dude? Uh, or do I have a favorite part? I don't think I have a, a favorite part, but like I said, I think the the I like the fact that you know Jimmy Kimmel at the beginning announced that the person who had the shortest um, speech was going to win a uh, jet ski. And the fact that everybody kind of included the jet ski in their speech was kind of cool. Everybody would say something like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to win the jet ski. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of cool that they had that theme running throughout the the whole show. So I thought that was pretty cool. So that, that would be something that, that uh, I guess I would, uh, I would like. Nice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, that, that, that's time for our next... Uh, well, Sorry. not yet, no, but um, my, my it's I mean, I know we're going to dive into kind of major awards late, like a little further down. But um, <clears throat> I don't know if this would be a major award, but I was really happy to see Jordan Peele win. Like yeah. I was pumped, dude. I feel like I won because I for, for a couple of reasons. One, like no one expected that. Right. Like you think like the dude who does. Key and Peele would be an Oscar winning writer. Yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't expect that, right? Like every now and there is this fluke. I feel like there's flukiness when it comes to performances, right? Like freaking Jennifer Hudson has an Oscar. Go yeah. figure. Um, and then Eminem has an Oscar. Go figure. Three Six Mafia. Like there's fluky things with the Oscars, but when it comes to writing, I feel like that's something that um you can't just win on a fluke. So I'm really happy like he won he won because and then uh two i feel like there's a lot and we talked about this like in our last episode there's a lot of remakes there's a lot of like just kind of rehashing things that worked in the past yeah and get out was fresh it was different it was new um so i'm really happy that 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 fool won and that's one of those things too that i love that it was for a horror film like that that kind of lends lends credence to that genre you know what i mean that there is a lot of really good, like really well well written and produced horror films, and it's just cool that this one is now like may you know open the the floodgates for more movies in that genre to be considered for these type of awards. So that's cool. yeah, and, and then on top of it, that, I want it like I think you were mentioning too, like that it was uh, <laughs> best original screenplay. You know, yeah. like, that's the key thing. I right, think, that it was an original screenplay. You know? Right, and, and again, like you were saying. Just the fact that it hit so many genres, this being a scary, you know, a horror film. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Shape of Water winning for Best Picture. Stuff like that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, to circle back, like Jay alluded to it, like, what I really liked is that the diversity, not just I think we tend to focus on, like, ethnic diversity, but, like, the diversity, like, all across the board. Like, um, there was a lot of um, a lot of women who won Oscars. Right. There was a lot of like uh, of different ethnicities that won Oscars. There was a lot of generations that yeah. won won Oscars. There was a lot of um, uh, uh, not ethnic backgrounds, but different um, nationalities, too. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was just a re- and then even like di- like a lot of uh, different um, genres in, in regard to. Um, so Shape of Water is like a fantasy. Shape of Water is like a fantasy. Like uh, the three billboards is is nonfiction. I Tanya is like autobiographical. Darkest Hour autobiographical and historical. So it was like really eclectic. Yeah. All the all the 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 movies that the Oscars nominated this year. That was pretty dope. And that was one of the cool things too. I mean, uh, Guillermo del Toro talked about it a little bit on how you know this industry 
does allow for like the boundaries to be blurred a little bit in in terms of that like you know him for example who's like of mexican descent or whatever you know was able to win all these awards while someone else you know like he mentioned before um, what were the names alejandro curran or whatever and Iñaru uh, alfonso alfonso, alfonso curran and oh. and uh alejandro inaritu um you know who are like who are i think one of them was from spain too right mm -hmm. and and so just like that the, they're allowing like all these people who work in the industry who aren't necessarily american but they can still are still well represented and are still considered and uh so i just thought that was a cool little little moment where he was able to like you know shed light to that where it is like this industry still allows for people of different ethnicities different cultural backgrounds different points of views to um make the movies that they want and and be considered for the highest award that's cool Uh, it just really quick to shout out to uh, Richie. Yeah, Ramirez. dude. Uh, he's a, our friend uh, Ricardo Ramirez, I guess, because he's a, he's a uh, Oscar nominee. So we're gonna have to say it now. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, he's his uh, he was nominated for live short uh, live action film. Uh, yeah. Did not get nominated. I mean, no, uh, he did get nominated, but he didn't win. Didn't win. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Decalb Elementary. But uh, you know, I told him. I did text him and I said, you know why he lost, all right. I mean, it's kind of why unfair, come on, dude. Why did he, why, why didn't he, why did he lose? Because he didn't come on, dude. Exactly. Told, told him. Should have been here at the beta report, and you would have won. I told no. Abu, let's get the pre-Oscar interview, and then let's get the post-Oscar interview going. But that would hit me out, dude. That's so, what happens. There it is. Here's the thing. It's your fault. Just kidding. <laughs> that dude was, I mean, come on. He's His movie was going up against a deaf little girl? Like, come on, man. It's like, oh yeah, you know, best picture, your selfie or these puppies. Like, <laughs> yeah, good, good luck. Yeah, well, unless we know saying if it was my selfie. Then <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, if there's two puppies, then they have a chance. Then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so 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 guys, I let's uh, let, let's uh, let's put our hater hats on, right? Hey, 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 What, what do you feel were the worst moments in the Oscars? Worst moments, like, the heck? Okay. Go ahead, dude. I thought that the, um, oh man, this one is like half and half because, uh, this hey, is the hey, performance hey. of, uh, the, the song for Greatest Showman. Oh, right. What's the name of the song? I uh, don't know. I Dis am. The Disaster? <laughs> Pretty, the the woman who's singing that one, yeah, I, I could I I understand she was emotional and there was a part of the song where you could tell it got. She to seemed her. like she was gonna cry. Yeah, she yeah. was gonna cry. But then it followed by I'm Scream. gonna punish all of you for you know I don't know what, but she's like screaming, and and it was it was not I didn't like it that that it was just a little much you know what yeah. I mean like she was trying to make her voice into something that wasn't you know and not that she was a terrible singer. It was fine, but when she would get to those points where she wanted to really kind of play with the voice, it was just, I didn't like it. it was I didn't bad. see that. Did she rock a beard? She didn't have the beard. No. Oh. I think it no. would have made it better. Probably, but she didn't have the beard. So, uh, yeah, I didn't like it. That was my, that's the least part I liked in the whole thing. Um, I don't know. Dude, who the hell wrote The segment for Mark Hamill and for 
damn it, the Star Wars segment. That was terrible, dude. That was terrible. When they were trying to crack jokes and they were just not funny, I was like pissed, dude. You're just mad about the last Jedi. Well, no, no, no. Let's be honest, though. It was like a terrible segment. Like, all their their part was just like, these are not funny jokes, dude. They were terrible. Hey, but on that. Horrible. Congrats to Kobe, dude. Oh, why doesn't doesn't, uh, BB-8 have a uh, tuxedo on? Oh, no one wants to suit him. Really? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, yeah, I mean, I'll give you that much. But, uh. Uh, yeah, what about Kobe Bryant winning uh, an Oscar, oh, dude? I'm about to get controversial on this one. Uh-oh. Why? Well, because here's, hey, here's... Hold up. Hold up, Brody. Five NBA championships. Two gold medals. 15-time NBA All-Star. Two-time... Finals MVP. Finals MVP. 18-time All-Star. Is it 18? Yeah. Oh, dang. I said 14. Eight, I said 15. No, it's 18-time All-Star. And now... An Oscar winner. Greatest of all time. It is. All right, guys. Gloomy moment here. Really? Yeah, dude. You're gonna totally. go there? I'm going to go there. In the, in an era of Me Too, time's up. And what was the other one? All right. We're going to start the next. We're going to start the game show. Part. Just kidding. No, I just think, like, listen, like, okay, so a rape allegation is part of this guy's history, right? Right. So what do we do with that? Do we just ignore that? And move on. And I was just kind of curious today. I, I was like, I want to go look up some more um, information on the case. And it doesn't read well, like the way, like the way it played out. And um, I mean, it's like I think 2003 when that happened, and 2018, like very different time, 15 years, mm-hmm. like it's a different time. And I just think um, under if there, that were to happen today, I think that whole case would have played would play out differently. Yeah, but what does so, that have to do with the film itself? Well, it's not so much the film. Like, I'm talking about um, just kind of like the tone of the of of the Oscars mm-hmm. was, you know, like like a intentional stand against like oppression yeah. of some sort, um, an intentional like, intentional about inclusion, mm-hmm. right? Uh, intentional about voices and um, look the thing I guess is that we will never know because he's right. not convicted they, we, we didn't hear the testimony from from you know from the woman uh, from his and, Colorado yeah so we don't know and yeah he settled with her and the impression is it, bad that's what it, it's bad yeah, it's a bad impression it's bad but the difference is being is that he hasn't been in trouble again you don't hear about allegations right, right. of sexual harassment with other women with Kobe. That doesn't mean they're not out there, but it also doesn't mean they're there. So you, we can't judge a person's character if they're not there either. You know what I mean? So True. You know, it happened a long time ago. Um, and I'm not saying we should forget it, but at the right. same time, do we say, okay, do we forgive a person like that and you move on? Or is it a person who's got a pattern? And that's the thing, I think, the difference between him and other people like Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein right. where there's a pattern of abuse where there's like I mean I mean Harvey Weinstein dude the, the guy's a pig I mean he was horrible and all the things all the stories right, that you're right. out there and there was just the guy's just bad and, and with Kobe Bryant I can't I don't can't say anything because I wasn't there right, right. and I'm not going to try to defend him for the sake of people who've gone through you know thing like that but at the same time um, do you do we 
you know, he, if it's a bad choice that he made, do we judge his whole character life for the rest of his life for that bad choice he made, you know, at that point? So right, I don't right. know. You know what I mean? So the beta report tackling tough issues. Yeah, what is. we do. Boom. It's <laughs> what we do. No, but I think it's important to kind of like revisit it and think like, how do we feel about this? You know what I mean? Mm. As opposed to, I hey, saw some articles. move on. I yeah, saw articles like, like that. Like they're yeah. saying, oh, he's part of that. He goes, are we going to give him this? Do we just forget it? And it's like, Look, I mean, are we going to just, you know, uh, uh, what was it, hold these things against these people? Uh, and I'm talking about the legit people who, you know, there's a ch- you've seen a change. Right. You know, they haven't done it again. There's not a pattern of this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like domestic violence, right? Mm. We see that in the NFL or other sports. Right, whatever, right. And they, uh, you know, they, they get in trouble and then they see them get do it again. Those are the type of people you're like, dude, there's, there's nothing you can do for these people, right? These mm. guys are men or women who do this so in in the case for Kobe he just it just it wasn't something that continued to happen and uh, we all make bad choices too mm. and we learn from so hopefully he learned from it and you know well it seems it. like he did yeah, yeah. I, we hope so regardless yeah. of whatever the situation was right yeah but anyway glad we talked about it yeah yeah are we gonna go to the next um, so moving on right moving on let's talk about uh these these major awards, right? Like uh, the the <clears throat> best actor, best actress. Should I keep playing music. Right. Yeah, let's keep it going. Let's keep right. it going. So, um, hmm, let me see. How can I pick this up? Which 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 of these major awards were you most happy about? Right? Like, oh, blank one, best actor, and I'm so happy about her. Blank one, you know, whatever. Dude, I think I I would <laughs> I would. Uh, <laughs> I would have to do uh, Guillermo del Toro winning best act, uh, best director, uh, only because like I I posted earlier today, he's also the director of Hellboy, Hellboy Two, Blade Two. Uh, you know he created Troll Hunter, Pacific Rim, who? Pacific Rim. Oh, he directed um, Pacific Rim, yeah. the first yeah, one, yeah, dude, the first one. Oh, um, you know Pan's Labyrinth, like all these like movies, like genre films or whatever. Like he's doing all these movies that. You know that we love. You know that are that are, you know, in in our pantheon of like great movies or whatever. So it's just awesome to see like, like so to speak, like one of us. You know, so to speak, winning an award like this, like the highest award in that industry, because um, uh, it's just cool. To, it kind of gives like credence to or validation to you know someone pursuing what they love to do and just you know doing what they're passionate about. And um, now finally being recognized for it and, and like winning an award for it. I don't know. I just thought that was cool. I would say uh, uh, Get Out, honestly. And, and the only reason is that, yeah, I think it's awesome that Shape of Water won. Lo- you know, love, love or hate that movie, you know. Um, mm. You know, it's cool that it's a genre movie. But we forget, though, Peter Jackson won the uh, Oscar for Return of the King. So... The fantasy genre has won before, so it's not yeah. like it never has. So to me, Get Out is something that's never happened before. You had a, a black writer uh, win the award for original screenplay, and I think that's very significant. So in terms of that, I think that's probably the biggest. Dude, award. I think he made history, too, because I, I, I think I read something where he was like the first African-American to be nominated for writer, director, and producer. In the same debut. Yeah, yeah, which is, yeah. which is pretty dope, dude. And it's crazy. And in the 90 years of the Oscars, only four African-Americans have ever been nominated for um, original screenplay. 
And he was the first to he win, was the right? First to win. That's yeah. crazy, yeah. dude. That's really cool. In ninety years, dude, forty-four, only four that's black insane. writers uh, get nominated. That's, it, that's, he, and I think he was saying something in his speech where he was like, you know, he had, you know, given up writing this movie, you know, a hundred times or whatever, and he was just kind of like. You would write it and then go back, write it, go back, write it, go back. And it was just like, ah, oh, no one's going to want to make this or no one's going to want to see this. Like, But then, like, you know, look at him now. You know, it's like he just made history, which is crazy. So it just speaks to everybody out there who has a passion for something. You got to just keep going at it. Never give if up, you, never you, surrender. If you go to exactly. Twitter and uh, do, like, hashtag Jordan Peele or, uh, um, yeah, just you could do Jordan Peele or, or what's his name? Uh, Michael Keegan Key. Keegan Key. If you do that. Then you'll see like pictures of his reaction when he won. Yeah. When oh, uh, that's pretty dope. Get that's how a I would react dude. for you, dude. Yeah. So get they just a friend you know. like that. So people are putting Got like you, gifts of uh, them too with all the stuff that they've done on Key and Peele, mm-hmm. like noise, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and all that. It's pretty cool, dude. A uh, round. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty cool Jay to Quillen. see that, uh, that that they're that camaraderie between them too, and that he was so happy for his friend. Yeah. Heck that's yeah, dude. That's dope. Um. Dude, I was really happy for uh, Allison Jenny um, because I saw freaking Itanya and she was dope in Itanya. And I love that she went up and said, um, I want to thank myself. I did it by myself. Like, even though it was like a joke, for, it was but funny. It was a funny moment. Really great. Nice. Um, <clears throat> okay, so there's been talk. Okay, so Daniel Day-Lewis, right? Phantom Thread was his uh, last nomination. Right, because he's officially retired from acting, but there's been talks that this guy is the greatest actor ever. One, do you agree or disagree? I would agree to that. Of course, you would, because the man is amazing, dude. He's he's like one of those like I didn't understand what method acting was until I saw him, like when he did uh, the stuff he did for Lincoln. It was amazing, dude. Like you would see, like he. There would there would be like behind the scenes pictures of him like in a coffee shop in full on like Abraham Lincoln garb or whatever because he just didn't let go of the character like he he's like he is the the um, Robert Downey Jr. character in like Tropic Thunder where he's like I don't I, I don't break character until the director's commentary or whatever like behind the scenes commentary like that's him dude that's like what he does and like I didn't understand that at first I was like there's actors who actually do that sort of thing. Um, uh, and like, but he lives it, you know, like he does that. And I just think that's pretty dope. And everything that he does, I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Daniel Day-Lewis in it where it's just kind of like, you know, he's just, he's just mediocre. He's just like, whatever. You can just kind of tell the man loves what he does and he's done it to the fullest. So I would definitely, I would definitely put that fool up there. So yeah. you, would you say he's the greatest actor in your opinion? I would say he's one of. The greatest actors. All right, real quick, who's your Mount Rushmore of actors? Dude, uh, dude I have to put Tom Hanks up there. Ooh. I would have to put uh, obviously Daniel Day Lewis up there. You have to put Meryl Streep up there, dude. I put, yeah, I put Meryl Streep up there. What do you mean, dude? She's probably yeah, I put Meryl Streep close second to Daniel Day Lewis, dude. She's she's all right. Come on, man. All right, you got me. Me too. I put my. No way. I'm trying to think of. Uh, let me see who else would I put up there. Hmm. Uh, That's cool. Three's good. I can't think of anybody else. <laughs> Jeff, how do you feel about that whole Daniel Day Lewis being the greatest actor ever? Uh, dude, it, it's his his uh, stories of method acting are legendary, dude. Like you said, but my left foot. 
That fool just would do everything with his left foot. Like for awesome, dude. For months, dude. And years. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just I mean, his his uh you know performances have been pretty legendary, dude. And also I think Meryl Streep too, is she's just you know, been crazy too of all these nominations she's had on a lot of these films. So definitely I would think that. But but my Mount Rushmore would be um uh James Franco, Seth Rogan. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Um, Jonah yeah. Hill. Jonah Hill and Jonah Hill. and uh that other skinny guy that came out in uh Michael Sarah? No, <laughs> not that fool. That other Canadian guy. What are we gonna do next? Have Michael Sarah's shaft? <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh Ryan Gosling? No, 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 no fool. The one that's uh I can't remember his name right now, dude. He's one of the other guys, but he's I can't oh, Jay. Yeah, that guy. Baruchel or whatever. Jay Baruchel. Something like that. Dude, he's awesome in uh, How to Train a Dragon, dude. He is, dude. Hiccup. Hiccup, man. For good. sure. Oh, man. That's a great Mount Rushmore. <laughs> 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 uh, no, uh, Mount Rushmore, I, I mean, you got to have Tom Hanks. Uh, again, Meryl Streep. Um, uh, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, Robert Redford up in that piece, dude. Also, yes, and uh, you, dude, Denzel Washington, Denzel, Denzel up there too, too, for sure, man. But yep, what's up, dude? What you got, Brody? What about you? I'm not, I'm not feeling Daniel Day Lewis. Sorry, it's all good. Hey, you're not. Feeling hey, blood. Hey, cut. Outside of there will be blood. I can't. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. But then again, I'm in the middle of a Lincoln, so we'll see. Oh, Last of the Mohicans. I drink your milkshake. Remember that. <laughs> No, <laughs> oh, you, don't remember, you don't remember that part? No, there will be blood. blood. There will be blood. Wait, is that what it's called, right? Yeah, there will be blood. Yeah, I drink I your milkshake. That. But you remember I where he was like, milkshake. he's like, you got a milkshake over here, and I got mine over here, and I okay. dip my straw in yours from here. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> you remember that? Come on, at the end before oh, he kills that geez. fool. Before he kills him with a with the freaking bowling pin, dude. That would just act like whatever, too. That movie was dope, dude. That movie's it. Good. Dude, that was one of those movies where I was like, this movie like had no point. Like it like it didn't go anywhere. But it's like it's still it's amazing, dude. Like it just But it went everywhere. But it went everywhere though, all at once. It's like to be nowhere is to be everywhere. Um my Mount Rushmore real quick would have to be Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll put the full Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Um Robert De Niro. Ooh, ah. Ooh, ah. That was a cool. good one. Dude. No, actually, like vintage Al Pacino, though, because like Al Pacino of late is kind of... Kind of he's kind faltering of su- a little kind bit. Kind of suspect. But see, like it seems like every decade he puts out like two great movies. Like great. Name the last one he was in. Like the last good movie he was in. Any given Sunday? Last movie he was in? Last know. good movie he was last in. Last good movie he was in. Any given Sunday? I... Pissed away all my money. Chased away everyone that loved me. You know what? Jack Nicholson, too. Like, I know he retired from, from filmmaking. Jack Nicholson is also in but did, he, did he officially retire? Yeah, because he said he couldn't remember the lines anymore. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Dang. But it's like, if you remember uh, The Departed, he was like, dude, that movie was freaking dope. I think that was the last movie he came out in, right? I think so. Think? Yeah, Maybe? I think so. The Departed. So good in that movie, dude. It's so good in that freaking movie. Anthony Hopkins ready to do that before he made Transformers. Oh, jeez. Oh man, Anthony Hopkins should retire. 
Yeah, he should be done with that. Although he was, he's he's pretty serviceable within the Thor movies, though. Dude, Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's uh, th- uh let's uh, wrap this up though. Um, but before we kind of uh, put the bow tie on the episode, let's just let our listeners know I got my bow tie on. What are we watching and why? Kick things off. But but dude, I feel like we need a theme song for this one too. Go. Well, this is kind of like our evolved pick of the week because yeah. you know it's three of us now. It's not Word. just one person saying, "Oh, let's watch this." Word. So go ahead, Jay. Uh, mm-hmm. I am going to pick. Um, Full. I thought you had one. Crap, I did. I'm blanking right. on it. Well, oh. Jay uh, thinks about it. I'll show you <laughs> my pick of the week, and uh, I am going to pick a movie called Mute with Alexander Skarsgård, uh, Paul Rudd. Justin Theroux. Those are big time actors, dude. Those are big. Those are big time actors. Um, the movie is a sci-fi kind of mystery noir type movie. Yep. And uh, it's actually pretty good. Alexander Skarsgård is a mute, cannot talk because he had a he was involved in an accident when he was a kid. Something happened on his throat, so he can't speak. But uh, it's about him, and uh, he's a bartender. He has a, a, a girlfriend who's a waitress. She disappears, and it's about him searching for this girlfriend. So he can't talk, but he he's uh, um, encountering all these very low-life underground people where he's trying to find his girlfriend. And uh, Paul Rudd, dude. Paul Rudd is, like, not your typical lovable... Oh, he's not. Oof. No, dude. He's he's Ooh. a little bit different. He's, I like it. First of all, he's, he's, uh, he's uh, sporting that porn stash. Ooh. And he's kind of a sleazy type of guy too, um, so it, it's uh, dude, it's it's worth watching, dude. I I watched it and I was like, dude, that's actually pretty good, dude. I really liked it. Mute. Have you guys ever seen a movie called Moon? Yeah. Okay, it's the same director, and there's a there's a connection to that. Movie. I heard that this was like the uh, what do they call it? like the spiritual um, Su- uh, uh, sequel, yeah, successor, yeah, something like that. Yeah, where it's kind of like in the same vein. Dude, it's like a direct link to it. Like, That's crazy. Like Sam Rock, there's, there's Sam Rockwell, Sam yeah, Sam Rockwell was in it. But he's like very like it's a ca- sort of cameo. You know, you ever seen that movie Moon? No. It's on Netflix. I think it's coming out this month. You mean Academy Award winning Sam, Sam Rockwell? Sam Rockwell, dude. Boom. Yes. That movie would trip you. Have you Who, seen Justin it? Justin Hammer. Uh, what? Have you seen that movie Moon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, yeah. It's crazy, yeah. It's a dope movie. It's and on it's, Netflix, actually. It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, Duncan Jones, who directed that movie, directs Mute. And again, like I said, there's some connection to it. Now, it, don't it, if people don't aren't into sci-fi, don't worry. It's not the sci-fi portion of the movie. It's not a big part of the movie. It just happens to take place in the future, sort of. So, you know, but it's definitely a good movie. Definitely a good watch. I recommend it. That's my pick of the week. Uh, I just remembered. It's uh, there's it's a show. Uh, it's kind of like an hour long show called The Push. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Oh, Dude, word. That, Did you guys see that? Who, who greenlit this sadistic It's crazy, show, dude. dude. It's insane. It's, it's Explain like, what it is, because it is insane, dude. It's uh, it's a it's a, it's like a psychological study on on uh, compliance. So they do a lot. There's this. He's a, like a magician, I guess, but he does things like that with like uh, forcing Jeez. people to comply with uh, you know, certain little demands or whatever. But it's crazy because he like escalates it. Like he does like little things to then like push the that like his subject or whatever further and further and further. So it starts off 
uh, in the beginning, and I'll kind of give this away just because I want people to get hooked. Uh, he he, they they're like at this like coffee shop or whatever, and so they shoot a, a phone call to like one of the 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 attendants there or whatever, one of the employees that works there, and they're like, look directly in front of you. There's a woman there who's who has a baby. Um, she is a known kidnapper and she's kidnapped that baby. So we need you. We need your help. I'm like the police inspector of this is working this case for like who knows how many months. We need you to help us here and distract her. Tell her there's a phone call here, whatever. So like the person is just telling like the guy who works there didn't ask him like, oh, like I like no, like whatever hung up. Like he he basically just goes along with it. Doesn't know anyone doesn't know this later or whatever. And the guy's like, we need you. You're like, you're the hero of the story or whatever. We need you to go out, take the baby outside of the of the uh of the coffee shop and just wait for us for further instructions or whatever blah 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 blah. uh so the guy like he like follows every direction that he gives him dude and it's just telling like you know like tricks the lady into doing that and so the whole point of the show is to see if they can do that with someone to commit a murder and it's crazy because it's just like a guy who Sick. doesn't know that he's part of the show or whatever but they're doing little things through like it's just crazy to see like how much the guy actually goes along with um just because like he's gained like this or like he's they they've made him feel secure and just comfortable like making these small little choices like these small little like sacrifices or whatever like it's it's insane dude. it's a crazy show so if you get a chance to watch it you definitely should dude so cause just think about it if someone actually like okay they push they they decide to like be complicit in a murder and then they're like hey it's just a TV show that fool still has to think in his mind. I was complicit in a murder, like yeah, forever, dude, forever, like forever to be like, oh my god, I was willing to go this far. Jesus, that's crazy, that's insane, dude. That's like that <laughs> it sucks. Is, it is hardcore. They're like, oh, we just did a good TV show. The guys like at home in the in the corner crying. I just killed. Somebody. It's like one of those things, like like um like the type of TV shows that you would see like in Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Where it was like the future of like TV shows were like the Running Man, like the Running Man and things like that. <laughs> where it's like everyone in it, everyone is in on like what's going on, except for the person who's actually in it, and they're like killing people, like doing all this crazy stuff. Like the one thing, this I, is what that is, dude. It's insane. Every time I think of the Running Man, the only the one thing I always remember is the old lady, when uh, the guy, the host, is uh, trying to get her to who do you bet on, and she's like, oh, I bet on uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, and he's like. Wait, that's not where you know. That's not part of the game or something like that. I don't remember I was, that. You don't remember that? Mm-mm. The Running Man, dude. That's a. I just remember that sled thing that they put that fool on that goes through the billboard and it blows up for <laughs> no reason. At <laughs> the end of the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, dude, what's your pick of the week? Dude, I'm Maria bo- Conchita Alonso. Dude. Seriously, <laughs> la selva se lo llevó. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't her though. Yes, it wasn't. That, wasn't no. her, though. God, that was a predator you're talking about. That's some right? other like Salvadorian chick. No, dude, yeah. I think it was her. That's not her. That's not dude, her. I promise Pause. you, it's not her. You're talking about predator, right? Yeah, that's a scene yeah, of predator. predator. That's not her. She's not. I her promise you, that's not, not her, dude. Okay, whatever. I'll look it up after. <laughs> um, power, water, and power. California heist. So it's a documentary about uh, California and uh, its struggle with water supplies. It's freaking good. So one, I think, like, let me just give this context. Get to know me a little bit better, listeners. I'm a dork, and I like watching, like, you know, educational programming. Like, I love watching TV and walking away with, like, something I can talk about. (laughs) Yeah, Sesame Street, Hannah Montana. Is Hannah Montana? Hannah Montana. It's not educational. Dora, maybe? Dora the Explorer, Explorer, yeah, because geography, right? 
North, yeah, geography. North, north is up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do have a lot of geography. <laughs> <laughs> you can see why I need to watch like documentaries. <laughs> no, but um, but uh, Water and Power California High School. One, it's like a really great story. Uh, two, it's educational. Three, it'll piss you off. Like I feel like, you know, well-made pieces of art move you emotionally and yeah. totally totally does and then for those of you who don't live in california you can just laugh at us for like the stupidity we have to live under and that's it nice well thank you everybody we come to the end of the show thank you so much for uh listening for being a part of the show uh remember to visit all our social media sites at the beta report uh, and uh, make sure to check out the blogs that Jay writes. Uh, pretty much, what, every Friday, Jay? Yes. Uh, he'll have one up on Fridays, or if he's late, it'll be Mondays. So, for the Beta Report, this is Jeff. This is Jay. Hey, by the way, um, <laughs> <laughs> do read my blog from last week. Uh, definitely watch Veronica if you guys love horror movies. Um, it's a uh, it's it's such a good movie, dude, and it definitely caught me by surprise. So it's it's good. <laughs> this is Zudo. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Till next week. Goodbye. Hey. La la la. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>